a couple nights ago and I told you that I had finally subscribed to the Criterion channel. <laughs> this was long awaited. I'm not really sure how this was kind of the last streamer that I went to, but of course I had to do it. You can watch Lady Snowblood now. I can. I can right there at the tips of my fingers. Um, so naturally, what I'm going to talk about is Equalizer 3 right now. Um, of course. Because <laughs> I I think this might have been the last movie I saw in a theater. Um, I went on a whole excursion uh, watching all three Equalizer movies in the span of like three days. The days that I was moving, I literally like watched one and two, like the two days I was moving, like at night. Nice. Um, these movies are directed by Antoine Fuqua, starring Denzel Washington, and are in the lineage of man against an army, man with a special set of skills, guy who is like the avenging angel. Um, but what I will the say- The effect. Yeah, exactly, the Neeson effect. But what I want to say is like these movies, to me, they get better every time. Like I enjoyed Equalizer 1. Have you seen any of them, by the way? I have not seen any of them, no. Okay. You might want to check these out just because, you know, they're a little schlocky and a little obvious, mm -hmm. but watching Denzel do the Liam Neeson part is almost more enjoyable to me because Denzel carries this charisma that I don't yeah. know that Neeson or someone like Keanu like has on screen. Like they're more of like a figure sure. that is just tearing people apart. Denzel's a real character in the Equalizer movies. And especially in Equalizer 3, I think 3 is by far the best of the three, which is so interesting because usually these kind of degrade as you yeah. go along. But it's just about this man who is like an avenging angel for other people. Like, yeah, he does some personal stuff, but really his jam is he's an ex-Marine, ex-CIA, ex-whatever kind of guy. And he uses his powers to help the less fortunate, whether that be, you know, a kid who's kind of struggling with gang violence or a prostitute or whoever, he's the person who comes in to save the day. And they kick ass, man. I absolutely love these movies. I'm like, I can't believe I had never seen them. I think there was this stigma that's like, these are trash. Like, why would you watch there these? There is, absolutely, yeah. They're 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 awesome. And I thought 3 was genuinely a, a really good movie. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I don't know what else to say about them. They're kind of like simple, but really well done. It's <laughs> It's interesting you saying like, you know, uh, the Liam Neeson character or like this, it like made me start going, where, where did all of this start? Right. Because you want to say taken, mm. but I'm more inclined to say man on fire. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, 2004, Tony Scott, yeah. Denzel Washington, Dakota Fanning. Like, I feel like that might be the origin of it. And like, if Denzel knows that Denzel's great in that too. Yeah. Um, but I'll have to, I'll have to burn through these at some point um there were because i am curious and like and yeah i mean denzel gives a credit to it totally um and i think anton fuqua does too so for sure and it's funny because like i'm very hot and cold on fuqua like he makes some amazing mm -hmm. he's made some of my favorite movies yeah. ever he's also made some of my least favorite movies ever so i think he found this lane and he's directed all three of these which is interesting with denzel and them together it's just this understanding um of course these movies are boston based as well which is like we're a little biased towards but it's it's really <laughs> sure. cool yeah. to watch him drive around lynn and chelsea in the east or in the um like East Boston and stuff. And it is, it's really interesting. So yeah, I recommend all three equalizer movies. They all have something nice. going for them and Denzel kicks so much ass. So yeah. Are those, uh, all three of your recommend of your, uh, tuned in 
No. Entries for today? No. <laughs> Imagine that was it and you just talk for 20 minutes. Now I'm just going to talk for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, well, so I have a few here um, in your vein of starting not with that criterion once, I guess. Uh, I'm going to recommend a movie that I found on Peacock. Ooh. Um, very randomly was recommended and... I don't think my wife and I have ever agreed to watch a movie so fast. Oh, wow. It's a movie from 2018 called Hearts Beat Loud. Never heard of it. Directed by Brett Haley, uh, starring Nick Offerman and um, Kiersey Clemens. Okay. Who plays, most notably, I guess, sad face, uh, Iris West in The Flash. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, but also is like a really talented actress and is in a lot of stuff. <laughs> right, right. It's this tiny little movie about an aging dad played by Nick Offerman who runs a record store and his daughter who's going off to college. And like, it's weird because I say that and that's not even really what it's about. Mm. It's about the two of them making music together. Oh. And this, <laughs> this movie checked like every box for the kind of film I wanted to make in film school. Oh. Like that was like my ideal, like, like a music-based, like father-daughter kind of story, you know, all this kind of stuff. The the music in it is really good. I keep actually listening to it beyond that. Oh, I love it. And it's just like, it's a quiet little movie. It's just over an hour and a half long. Yeah. Um, you know, you can probably guess how it's going to end not, not far off mm -hmm. from the from the actual, like, story. Right. Um, But- it's great. Nick Offerman is at his most like lovable Nick Offerman. -ness. Oh, fantastic. Like, he plays just like a, a dad that's like incredibly supportive and only wants the best. And it's like, there's not like conflict in that way. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's such a great feel good movie. Um, yeah. I mean, hearts beat loud, four stars, like hands down. Um, it's great. Did, how did, did, was this just fed to you? Like, yeah, yeah. It, it was, I, I think, Algorithmically. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was, I mean, recommended because it's Peacock and I watch um, Parks and Rec Parks and endlessly Rec. Yeah. on Peacock. So, you know, it, it definitely knows I like Nick Offerman. Sure. And I mean, like, even if you watch the trailer, it like, it'll hook you right from the beginning. Um, oh, lovely. Yeah, it's great. Um, Gotta add that to my watch list. Here we go. Yeah, I like... If this was a list I would make, this is near the top of my feel good movies of 2023. Oh, that's been, that's a good list. Yeah. That's a yeah. good list. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hearts beat loud. Hearts beat uh, loud. Now streaming on Peacock. It's one of those ones where I'm shout like, out, uh, Ted Danson also in this movie, oh, which is hey, hilarious. Honest to God, Ted, Dan you, you, if I see Ted Danson in something, I automatically am like a little happier. <laughs> Ted Danson as a bartender, which like has its whole, oh my whole God. own level of baggage that it brings with it. So. Oh my God. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. Oh, I will definitely be checking that out. It's right in that sweet spot. And it sounds like something that's like easy, but not like super emotionally destructive. Like some of these movies can be under the surface. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. It not, it's not emotionally like it's not, there's like hit. Yeah. I won't say too much for fear of yeah, yeah, yeah. spoilering, <laughs> but uh, it's it's not a dark movie. No, <laughs> oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, 
Well, you know what is a dark movie that I checked out that uh, you've watched, and I really dragged my feet on this one for a long time because everyone said that it was so-so, and that's the movie Inside starring Willem Dafoe um, yeah. that I watched on Prime because it's been bouncing around all the streamers recently mm-hmm. and uh, finally landed on Prime. Um, this, I believe, was on your most anticipated, and it was definitely on mine yes, as well. I just didn't list it on there. Because like Willem Dafoe alone as an art thief going crazy. Going crazy. Yeah. I mean, that sounds fantastic. And what I'll say is he's really good in this movie, obviously, because Willem Dafoe mm-hmm. knows what he's doing. And I was talking with a friend when we were watching. I was like, if this wasn't Willem Dafoe, like this movie yeah. totally doesn't work. And for me, the movie basically doesn't work like in a yeah. lot of different ways because it's set up as this intense psychological thriller slash borderline conspiracy movie where you're kind of trying to pick up the pieces and follow these breadcrumbs that don't ever lead anywhere, which is my main issue with the film. It's like, and I think you said this when you were talking about it, it's like the, the framework of a movie is there, but it's, it's not really a movie. Like it's not, there's no character development. There's no characters at all. Like he's barely a character. You don't know anything about him. You don't know his plight. You don't know the situation. There seems to be all of, all of these arrows pointed in certain directions. And then I don't know what, I, I don't know what happened to me. This was like one of the most unsuccessfully unsuccessful movies I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. Which, it it like, wants what? <laughs> it wants to be the the thing I remember, and it's interesting hearing you talking about it because I don't remember much of it at this point. Right. Um, but the thing I remember thinking is this movie so desperately wants to be super artsy, yeah, that it's avoiding all of the things that it thinks are like cliche and not artsy, right? And that just left it with nothing, nothing. <laughs> like so. I will say. On a technical level, this movie is beautifully made. The cinematography is gorgeous. Um, like again, the acting is great. The set design is is next level. The sound design yeah. is amazing. It's like all the pieces of a movie are here, and just this, but there's just no story and there's no soul to it. And that's what I yeah. le- as soon as it ended, we were both like, "Did that suck? Like, was that really <laughs> bad, or is it just us? Like, did we just not get it?" And I don't think there's anything to get which is the, which is a huge problem. So, well, and I get, I get the vibe that like the director almost wants to be like, Oh, you just don't get it. Yeah. Oh, like there's a level of pretension to the whole thing that I'm just like, okay, my guy, like, yeah. Do you even get your movie? Like, (laughs) do you really get this? So yeah. Inside, not, not a huge fan. Um, I always love Willem Dafoe doing stuff, but boy, this movie was a slog. Uh, yeah. Willem Dafoe is the only reason this isn't like a, one star. Maybe. Oh yeah. I was like one extra star for Willem because he's just good. At yeah. It. But Jesus, so much promise in this one. So much. It's true. Um, in, uh, yeah, I got no link there. I watched <laughs> past lives. Ah, you did this yes. past weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as purported to be the first great film of 2023, <laughs> this movie is, is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I watched it over the weekend. It's, it's out on VOD. Yep. Um, and like rentable VOD, it's not like buy it for, you know, $30 right. and you can watch it at home. Yeah. It's just, this movie's amazing. It's so bizarre because in the beginning I was having a hard time with it. Mm-hmm. Like not a hard time, hard times, not, not the word, but like 
I was like struggling to sort of engage with it. And even that's not the right word, but I was just like not 100% with it. Yeah. And then it slowly pulls you in. And then in the last, in like the third act. Oh my God. Like everything that you felt, including that, like, I don't know how, like it all comes together and it all really just like hits home and it delivers in a way that I feel like is so outside of what we're normally given in terms of like a resolution kind of thing with, with movies like this. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll say spoilers here. I don't know if what I'm going to about to say is like spoilery because I haven't thought of what I'm going to say yet, but like <laughs> fair warning, like the whole, like you want these two to end up together, mm. but then at the same time, you don't want these two to end up together. And in the end, both of those things are right. Both of those yes. emotions are right and okay. And this movie lands the plane so well, I think is is really what I'm getting at. Is like yeah. any emotion you've been feeling is addressed and closed and there you go. Yeah. Um, and I desperately hope this gets, you know, into the conversation during the Oscars. Oh yeah. Um, I think it will be. I think the script is really the the strong, amazing, not that other things are not strong, but like the script is, um, is ex exceptional. Is insane. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, this is like, this is a four and a half star movie for me. I, yeah. I only knock it the half because I'm like, I did like, I was like, eh, yeah, what's, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Once it grabs you, it grabs you and like made me to miss New York. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, it's such a strange movie and like hearing other people talk about it too, because I've seen some discourse about it recently, because it got all this praise on the front end, which was great, but it also mm -hmm. makes people kind of go, is that really, how good can this really be? And I've seen some people being like, I just didn't connect with it, which I'm like, I I get that. Like this is a yeah. an alienating kind of a movie where it's it's not about like a catharsis really. It's more about like, this is life and the unspoken yeah like nature of what love and longing is and that final 10 minutes is like I don't know how um Celine Song did that like I just yeah I don't I, I I watched it and I've seen that sequence again and I'm just like how like how do all of these pieces fit in yeah. in such a way that you're just like distraught I was like distraught leaving the theater I was like oh my god yeah. <laughs> like what the hell yeah. is this it's interesting. I wonder if there's a level to which you need some kind of parallel yeah. for this relationship in your in your life. I think so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and like I don't have one specifically that like or more for better affectation. I don't have one specifically. Yeah. Like I feel like as I went through it I was like I know this I can relate to this person, like this section, and I can relate to this person, this section. So like right. all of these different things. So I, yeah, I mean, it could be something that A, I feel like this could easily be worked up too much. Sure. Um, and B, I'm like, if you can't identify with this relationship, I think it'll be really hard. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah. I'm so glad you watched it. But I love it. this movie. I knew you were going to yeah. watch it at some point, but I was like, I, I didn't, I, when I saw it pop on your, up on your letterbox, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Did you watch this with Jess or no? So good. I did. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 
Did she our, like uh, our anniversary was on sun Saturday. Uh, and we just like hung out and did nothing all day and like watched oh, movies. Perfect. And watched TV and like played video games and just, yeah. Oh, that great. sounds fantastic. Well, happy anniversary, you two. That's awesome. Thank you. Past lives. What, a, what an anniversary movie. <laughs> well, we watched this and then like a couple hours later, we watched Barbie again. Oh, so. of course. That, that is really, yeah. that's, that's an interesting double feature. Mm. It, interesting. It's weird. There's weird, like comparative themes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two completely different ends ends of the spectrum and it went in terms of tone, but you're totally yeah. right. I love that. I uh, I don't have a segue for this either, but I watched No One Will Save You on Hulu, which is that uh, mm. movie that we saw a trailer for like a week and a half prior, and we're like, oh, this is looks really interesting. Yeah, it's here. It's on Hulu. It's directed by uh, Brian Duffield and stars Caitlin Deaver as like the only person in it, and is a sci-fi thriller borderline horror movie about a girl or i should say a young woman who is home alone during an alien invasion and yes that's kind of as deep as the story goes i would say um not as a spoiler but it's just like it's about an invasion it's definitely more of a character piece and it's so funny be, mm -hmm. like thinking about this in relation to inside because mm -hmm. they're both very similar it's just like these yeah. these films about one person having to deal with external forces just doing nothing but like pressing on them and what inside did incorrectly no one will save you did like had in spades like it was just hmm. all character development all like personality based um, performances where she doesn't say a lot but from her acting you get a sense of who she is whereas with Willem sure. Dafoe's character in Inside I was like I can't really t he seems like this is just what would happen if Willem Dafoe was locked in a <laughs> yeah he this is Willem Dafoe as Willem Dafoe yeah, I'm like yeah. I can't tell what this person's supposed to be Caitlin Deaver is like really remarkably good in this movie and I've liked her I think I think maybe the first time I saw her was Booksmart um but she's just phenomenal in this. And the movie kind of has this breakneck pace where it doesn't take place in real time, but it only, it takes place over the course of like maybe a day, maybe two days. And mm -hmm. it never stops. It merges like home invasion thriller with true horror in a couple different mm -hmm. ways that I found to be not just clever, but truly frightening. Like you're looking at some sequences going like, this is borderline stupid, but the way that the film is crafted is so yeah. effective. The cinematography, the sound design, and the lighting. I was like, I this made me want to go out and make a film. I was like, oh my God, like this is I've made like yeah. alien abduction movies and stuff with lighting. And I'm like, this just made me want to go out there and like shoot something cool. <laughs> yeah. Um I highly recommend this. I don't think it'll be for everyone, but if you have Hulu and you're looking for like a what I just said, like a sci-fi horror film, one-hander, uh it's really, really special. It's something that's, it's pretty good. So, um, yeah, no one will save you Two two thumbs up for me. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, I have one more that I, I really want to talk about, but I want to, uh, just throw a little thing in there. Yeah. I watched, we have a ghost, the Netflix movie with, um, David Harbor, David Harbor. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. One star, <laughs> like, like one of those ones where like, as you're going through it, you're like, okay, I feel like this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And like that script would be better than what ends up like oh, actually happening. No. So, okay. Terrible. Zero star. Like, <laughs> bleh. 
Um, okay. But that's not the one I want to talk about. I want to talk about something on the entirely other end of the spectrum. Mm. I finally, finally, finally watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Oh my gosh. I forgot I saw this on your thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was my uh, 150th movie of the year. Let's go. Um, fuck, dude. What a picture. Um, what a picture. Um, I laughed at myself because I don't think I realized it was in French. Oh. Um, Okay. Which okay. like <laughs> threw all of my expectations out the window as soon as it started. Sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and now I feel like super stupid because I'm like, it's clearly in French, but I digress. <laughs> um, this movie is absolutely incredible. Um, the relationship between these two women and how it's built and how it's built into like the world that it's developed in. Yeah. Is is next level. And it's one of those things that I simultaneously felt like their relationship was developing so fast, mm, yeah. but also felt like they'd been like developing this relationship for decades. Yes. You know, because it is only over the course of like, I think a week and a half or so that she's there. Yeah. Um, but like you literally just like watch these two women fall in love and it's incredible. Yeah. I like, I mean, I mean, like I'm sitting here trying to like give a review of what is like arguably one of the better movies that's come out in the past decade. Oh yeah. Um, so like, I feel like I don't really need to like convince people. Um, yeah, but absolutely crazy. Um, small cat is this, what four people in this movie. That seems yeah, to be a most, theme of today's, uh, yeah. today's tuned in small cast. Um, yeah. Um, and absolutely stunningly beautiful. One of those ones, and I feel like we say this a lot, where it's like one of those ones where you could grab any still and it would be gorgeous. Hang it up, yeah. But like, you could, this is different. Like, you could grab any frame of this and it would be like a Renaissance painting. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, there are times that I'm, and like, I will say that was clearly the intention. Yeah. Given the themes and like, you know, that kind of stuff. And like, just you know, them sitting there stitching and then like just creating those traditional uh, structures, I guess. Yeah. Painting structures. What's the word I'm looking for? Themes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but like, like just damn, man. I mean, I'm so glad I finally checked that one off. It yeah. like was getting to the point that it kind of bothered me that I hadn't watched it yet. <laughs> I think I brought it up like um, 40 times over the last like two years. Yeah. And it kept being one of those ones like, oh yeah, I know I got to, you know, um, and then I'd go and watch, we have a ghost or something, you know, like, but I mean, going back, like that's, it was on my list of ones I missed. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I'm pushing, pushing through those. Um, yeah. And it's proving worthwhile. It definitely. And it's funny cause you doing past lives and portrait of portrait of a lady on fire. Like there's a lot of similarities between those films too. And just like mm -hmm. the idea of longing and the idea of like, I don't even know what it is. There's something there where there's just like this, you, you want to reach out and grab it. Like there's something there. And I, I don't know. It's, yeah. and I'd like, I mean, I don't know how many films Celine Siama has done, but I felt this, like what you were describing through her, uh, he, she did Petite Maman as well, which I watched last year, yeah. which was just phenomenal. And she does that with her characters where you're like, have you known each other forever? 
have you just met? Like it can work either way, but there's like these unspoken connections that she's able to craft in not just the storytelling, but the directing. Like it's really like, she's like a one of one when it comes to like directing people. And I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a really, it's, it's crazy. A it's it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's creating, like, it's like doing the work to adequately like build these relationships between these two characters. Yes. You know what I mean? Whereas like you get other, other like the standard Hollywood relationship, you know, and I'll say this for past lives too, is like the standard Hollywood relationship in either of those movies is entirely different ends entirely differently. Right. And is just like, just that, like not, not on the same level yeah. at all. Like it's just that stereotypical, like, yep. And then they fall in love and they live happily ever after. And it's like, right. Both of these movies are happy with that. Not, being the stereotypical answer right and exploring what that means so yeah it's been it's been a good uh good little while for me it has been a very emotional uh an emotional week true true <laughs> although i will say on both of those i didn't come out sobbing which i would was mm. told i would sob through all of them i was not told <laughs> that seemed to be the uh the consensus that seemed to be what i needed to prep myself for ah it's yes. like it it's going to like, you're just going to be done for days and I'm, you're, you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm just a cold hearted bastard, but. <laughs> but again, it depends on who you are and past lives. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I, I cried during past lives, but it was, it was more of like the, what does this mean for me as I left the theater? Yeah. Like, what does this mean for my life? And I think when I first saw portrait of lady, I need to do a rewatch of that soon. Same thing. And yeah, I just, yeah. God. Yeah. Movies, <laughs> cinema cinema. <laughs>